Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 205 of the No Podcast. We are no outside food or drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast. Had to really enunciate to get through that one. This week, are ads coming to free-to-play games? Question mark. Skydance is making a Star Wars game. What is a Skydance and what is a Star Wars? Find out later this show. Leak! Nintendo Game Boy, Game Boy Advance emulators for Switch found. The rumor about some of Sega's super games. Like uh, Super Adventure Island, maybe. Uh, release dates incoming. Brand is going to fill us in on all upcoming release dates for the foreseeable future. Uh, Nintendo Switch Online adds more Genesis games. And we have your late April Game Pass titles. I'm Richard Bergman, joined by Newsmaster Brant McKee. What's up, sir? I'm and just Zoom, mystified. And Zoom Master, Cesar Concepcion the second. Oh. We can literally see the pores on his face. See the He's whites in my eyes. Full 8K. On attack. Actually, we're zoomed in too far to see the whites in your eyes. It's just a... Uh, it doesn't look 8K. I think Skype. Didn't we find out Skype is like super compressed? <laughs> yeah, it's got to be. Is, Skype no, is te- te- Teams is 4K. Uh, Skype 1080 is the max. Remember remember that Discord call we demoed on? How good that sounded? Oh my gosh, it looks it <laughs> looks good. On, it sounded good. Discord. Yeah. We if we can figure out, out how to copy that audio recording down, we might switch to Discord. That might be our new jam. How do we keep from getting raided on that? Do we cut off? Do you have to be invited to a call, or can people just like drop in on your calls? Does you anyone always get know? Rated. You always get raided. You can always get raided on Discord. Mm-hmm. All right. Are ads coming to games? This comes from The Verge. Microsoft reportedly wants to bring ads to free-to-play Xbox games. The ads supposedly won't disrupt gameplay. Microsoft is reportedly... What was that? This comes from Emma Roth. Microsoft is reportedly working on a program that will let brands showcase advertisements within free-to-play Xbox games, according to a report from Insider. Sources familiar with... What? I heard Branch Showcase. Branch Showcase. <laughs> brands Showcase, not Branch Showcase. We might have an episode title, though. According to a report from Insider, sources familiar with the situation told with the situation told Insider that the ads wouldn't disrupt gameplay and may appear on a billboard in a racing game. For example, haven't we been here before? They just weren't live ads, I guess. Yeah. And that's the thing is um, just. I want to say yesterday I was hearing another article saying that Sony's kind of looking to do the same thing. And basically mm-hmm. they, is they this said the, the live service thing. Yeah. And they will be for looking to play games. Yeah. They're looking to do the exact same things. Stuff's on billboards and whatnot. And people are getting. You know, kind of upset. Like, why are you putting ads in the games? And just, I'm like, was nobody there with Crazy Taxi and like the Pizza Hut demo discs and like all this other stuff? To, you literally drove to KFC. <laughs> Crazy Taxi. Yeah, that's all you need is to play Sony's new free to play game. And you're like, man, I'm craving Taco Bell after seeing Taco Bell 85 times. Yeah. It, w- it would be one thing if it's like you're in the middle of playing a game and then all of a sudden it's buffering and then you see like an ad like they they did that in um one of the basketball games. I remember uh, a couple years ago and that they they got a lot of flack for that. Like you're you, you know, nobody wants to be in the middle of the game and then have your gameplay disrupted Stutter by a the... freaking Old Spice ad or something, you know. But yeah, just oh, no, having... Old Spice, that might be pretty funny, though. <laughs> But you know, over there, just, look over here. Now back to me. Now back yeah. to there. They are comedic. <laughs> they are. Old Spice ads are comedic. 
but uh you know just something in the background like yeah having it on a bench or you know billboard or whatever it's you, you might hardly even notice it didn't uh did one of the burnouts do this or like a need for speed or something where they had it on billboards as you drove by i, I feel like a lot of companies have signed like yeah. brand deals but it wasn't live it was like verizon or something wasn't yeah. it? yeah or was that Alan Wake? Did Alan Wake have the Verizon and the batteries and stuff? Energizer, yeah, or Duracell, I don't know. So not Energizer, wasn't it? So not that concept, but a live advertisement concept, mm-hmm. essentially. I'm sure with links to order, whatever it is, and I mean that was already the next step in things, right? Yeah. You have these live, you have these live service games where you're already buying Spider-Man costumes and going to. Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial in the game, and people were dancing there and stuff. The Time Warner Magazine thing, or whatever it was. <sighs> Ooh, uh, it's not immediately clear how else Microsoft plans on implementing ads, such as having them show up as avatar skins or as videos inside game lobbies. They did this on, like, 360. Did, wasn't there, like, Doritos slides and stuff? Didn't you have, like, sponsored blades as they slid by? Yeah, they, there, yeah. there was a Doritos game. There was a Doritos game. Doritos I remember the Crash Doritos Force. game. That thing is yeah. good. I, one of my other first 360 games or independent things was the uh, the Yaris game. It was like a Toyota Yaris <laughs> game where you were going down a tunnel. It was like it played like the Sonic 2 bonus levels. You were going down this path. We had the we had the Mercedes Benz vehicles in the Mario Kart. So in Mario Kart, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh, but as Insider notes, Microsoft is reportedly concerned that the ads could irritate players and is planning on building a private marketplace to let only select brands into the program. So what do you think those select brands are like? KY and Trojan. <laughs> what hope? Doritos and Mountain Dew, hopefully. Oh, God. They're on Xbox. Be the standard. Those are your new emotes. Uh, you kill somebody and you rip up a Doritos bag <laughs> and just pour crushed chips all over their body. <laughs> That's the new teabagging. You get Dorito bagged. Be bagging. Yeah. Uh, sources also told Insider that Microsoft doesn't intend to take a cut of ad revenue and will instead allow the game developer and advertising company to share the funds. It's possible that Microsoft may just want to use this as a way to attract more developers of free-to-play games to the platform, as this would open up another stream of revenue outside of microtransactions. Good God Almighty. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure about this either. In-game advertisements on console games aren't a new concept. Game companies experimented with them and paid games quite a bit in the mid to late 2000s. Around this time, EA Games partnered with the now-defunct Microsoft-owned advertising company Massive, letting companies place ads in Madden NFL, Skate, NHL, and NASCAR franchises, as well as Burnout Paradise. If you played any of these games at the time, you might remember seeing digital Obama ads plastered in digital sporting arenas or on billboards. Saints Row 2 even had a real-life ads on billboards like this one for Netflix. Netflix was around for Saints Row 2? Yeah. I guess it was the distribution yeah, platform, right? right? And mailing you DVDs. Uh, the Verge goes on to note that some games cost $70, and people expect an ad-free experience for $70. And more recently, EA attempted to skip slip an unskippable full-screen commercial into UFC 4. That's, wow. Yeah, there we go. That's What, what was, was that for? Was that the Old Spice one? <laughs> That's what I was I talking so. about. Yeah. I mean, Old Spice I'll watch and UFC just go hand in hand, right? Absolutely. I would think. All right. There's your games and ads and games update. 
Is it not enough that it's like grindy and there's the whales out there and such for ad revenue? I'm just I'm trying to think. Okay, we're all playing Halo Infinite pretty regularly, right? Mm-hmm. It's a free to play game. They got ten dollars off of us for this battle pass thing. Has anybody else spent any additional money on it? No. So we know, we know Renee did with the cat ears and <laughs> Renee bought the cat ears. How much were the cat no. ears? I don't know. Remember he bought the Halo and stuff. There's no way he unlocked any of that. I haven't seen it unlockable. I don't Remember know. His, his words was uh he bought the baking soda white suit also. So So Renee has spent some money on Halo yeah. Infinite. We can't unlock the baking soda white suit. That has to be purchased. Okay. I always like when you go on that marketplace on Halo Infinite, you see that little symbol that's like I assumed it was like Halo bucks, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've never accumulated those. I've never No, built... they're they're in store credits that you have to spend real money on. So you to get the them. only way to get those Halo bucks is to purchase yes. the Halo bucks. Okay. I'm already out then because I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that game. I, mean, I guess I'll be locked into little battle passes every season. That was if that was the only thing you played, then maybe right. <laughs> Ever. You don't have to put it like that, Because <laughs> I know there was... I'm not calling you out, I'm just saying. <laughs> there was... When they did that first run of uh, samurai stuff, and they had, like, you could buy the uh, the swords that go on the belt. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay, let me see. If they were, like, a couple dollars, I'll get them. They were, like, 20 bucks. I was like, there is no way I'm paying the whales. And We've like, played with people with the swords, we've, Yeah, we've... People we've, paid the money. I mean, I, I give them, I commend them on that at least. It's not like the full bullshit stuff like Apex where you do loot boxes and it's like random whatever you get. You get a high chance you get this. So, I mean, you pay for what you want. So, not that I'm doing it, but at least that option's there for people who want it. And then I said they're yeah. just $100 to get one skin. You can go straight to the store and get exactly what you want, yeah. Yeah. knowing that it costs blank amount of money. It's true. I give them um, that much. Next up, Lucasfilm Games and Skydance New Media announced partnership for Richly Cinematic Star Wars action adventure game. <laughs> that's very, it's very descriptive. We got we got like eighty five Star Wars games announced. I know that's why the, it's hey, its own I'm, subgenre of Star Wars game. I'm excited about cinematic. this though. Yeah, Richly Cinematic Star Wars action adventure game. Uh, more information due out when the time is right. This was Let from Sour Mono. Let her finish her game. Yeah, for <laughs> once. When was the last game she helped publish? Uncharted Trace? Uh, she had a hand in Uncharted she, 4. She, yeah, she started on Uncharted 4 and then yeah. for unspecified reasons left. So, But was a huge part of the end credits of that title. Yeah. Skydance New Media has announced a partnership with Lucasfilm Games to develop a richly cinematic action-adventure game featuring <laughs> an original story set in the Star Wars universe. Oh, it always gets me. I've often described how seeing Star Wars in 1977 essentially rewired my 12-year-old brain, shaping my creative life and future indelibility, says Skydance New Media President Amy Hennig, the person we were kind of uh, alluding to uh, in a press release. He he does not look his age, man. Get out of here. He's a young (laughs) dude. He's an old dude. Oh, I'm I'm talking about um, Normie. Oh, for the twelve-year-old brain, twelve-year-old in nineteen seventy-seven. I'm talking about, uh, I'm talking about uh, Douglas Riley, but okay, there we go. <laughs> not not Sam uh, Romano. Yeah. Amy Hennig says, "quote I'm elated to be working with Lucasfilm Games again to tell interactive stories in the galaxy that I love." Lucasfilm Games Vice President Douglas Riley added, "We couldn't be more thrilled to be working again with Amy. She and the Skydance new media team have the talent and ambition to create a unique Star Wars adventure." Their vision for making inviting, cinematic, interactive entertainment makes this collaboration very exciting. We're working hard with their team of experienced and talented developers, and we're looking forward to sharing more with Star Wars fan when the time is right. 
Star Wars fans when the time's right. When is the big Star Wars day? May it's May the fourth. So that's no, this this would have been one of those type announcements, maybe. Wadi wadi. Uh there's an update to the story. I don't think it was added added in this, but it's going to include some of the assets and such that Amy Hennig's team was working on in that EA Star Wars that canceled. Um, yeah, the the one I keep saying, let her finish her game. Yeah, basically. And we we recently saw footage. I of was that about game. to say, what? yeah, there was within that... the past year. Yeah, where you're chasing like you're a bounty hunter chasing somebody through the streets. That shit looked good. It looked good. <laughs> it did look great. I think somebody said somewhere some of that that story was reused for the Mandalorian or Boba Fett on uh, Disney Plus. So, really, they took part of that script and and from my it. understanding, yeah, I got to find wow. out. But I remember somebody mentioning something when they were talking about remaking it, and they were like, "Oh, some of that story was out went on to other media's." So they obviously this Lucasfilm group obviously saw something that first go around and they were like, we need to get back together with this team or whatever yeah. Amy Hennig does next. And let's see if we can knock this thing out. Which is super cool. We all love Amy Hennig games here on the podcast and hope for her to finish her game, as Cesar says. <laughs> finish the yeah. fight, Cesar? Would you that say that one or finish the fight or let Jade Raymond finish her fight, too? Yeah, Jade Raymond's in the same boat, right? Yeah. Like, where they've just kind of been stuck studio to studio here. Might, recently. It might have been the last Jade Raymond game I might have been played was uh, Assassin's Creed 4. It might have been the last one. Mm. That's a long gap. Do we, get, do we get, like, Child of Light or anything in between there? Did she work with that UbiArt stuff? I, she became the studio head. I don't think she did any game development after that, but I think she was a director for don't quote me on it it's been a while i think four was the one she actually had pretty heavy hands on yeah and that's funny because I, I was watching a streamer on youtube and they were playing they were randomly playing assassin's creed 4 and they were playing skyrim the other day and they're like they're like this get, this looks great to me like i don't know why everybody's so about the graphics it's like i'm stuck in 2013 that's what she was uh saying <laughs> uh i was hooked on right at the beginning of the pandemic i was playing black flag on switch i was hooked on that game it's really really good it, it it never felt like uh, this is two generations ago at this point. I guess it was one generation at that particular time. All right, that's your Skydance media update. Who wants to tell us about Game Boy and Game Boy Advance? These are old games. Who would play these old games? <laughs> Hopefully us soon. Nice segue. Uh, so Go ahead, just take it away, Jim Ryan. Uh, Sal Romano. Uh, reporting on this leak that did come from 4chan, so take it with a grain of salt, but I've, <laughs> seen, <laughs> I've seen a lot of people do deep dives, uh, deep dives on the uh, the source code and and uh, things associated with this leak, and it seems like it's pretty legit, because when seems, they... Seems like it checks out. Yeah, when, when they dive into, like, exactly who developed this, things that, you know, can't be faked in the code, it's coming from that um uh nerd nintendo nintendo entertainment research yeah. development or something yeah that branch division. in uk that yeah. does all that uh stuff so this they did this the is, emulation for the classic consoles too yes so this is let's see they they found <laughs> files yeah they found files and a seven all your hateful spam comments now live to uh, <laughs> noted underage pornographic yeah. uh, hosting site 4chan for the latest on Game Boy Game Boy Advance news. And they'll they'll put their uh, whatever retort trend uh, 
rant they have in there too. Like everybody but me should be dead. <laughs> <laughs> but like Grant said, but like Grant said, some of these facts have checked out. Yeah. This is yeah. It just it just started there, but it has been since checked out in other more credible places. <laughs> Could have called out Grant, but like <laughs> Grant, but like frequent uh, 4chan user Brand McKee. <laughs> oh hell no. <laughs> Brent, why is your why is the Brent McKee 4chan uh, avatar the no podcast logo? This is not good in this game. Like That's a like, no podcast. Change, camp, like they'll never figure me. me out. His, his name's in there's like Mant Bercree or something like that. Mant Bercree. <laughs> <laughs> they'll never know it's me. It's not me. It's Bercree, not me. That's, that's me. not my bag, baby. <laughs> I'm McKee. That's Bercree. Sorry, oh Brent. Oh my gosh. No, mine's Brant McKee. There's goes. Brant McKee. Brant McKee. Sorry, Brant. We know you don't. We, you know, we know you have nothing to do with that site. Continue. <laughs> Back to noted 4chan admin so, and moderator. Site <laughs> <laughs> <Psych> creator. Site <laughs> <Psych> creator. <laughs> Poster. Oh, Service gosh. behind them is going no. off. <laughs> <laughs> so the, there were files and a uh, a seven zip archive that was found, <laughs> um, and they they were dumped from a uh, switch development kit. Uh, the the files in question uh, are a Game Boy Advanced emulator uh, called Sloop, and the Game Boy emulator codenamed uh, Hiyoko. Um. They uh, both appear to be separate uh, emulation. Both emulators reportedly uh, signed by, yep, uh, the Nintendo Europe Research and Development. Nintendo Europe, yeah, that's it. Um, they're develop they, you know, and they d- do note in this article that they helped develop uh, the DS Wii uh, emulators for the Wii U Virtual Console, as well as the. Uh, NES and SNES classic consoles and the GameCube emulator technology that was used in the Super Mario 3D All-Stars. So the rest of this is just, you know, kind of... Oh, I didn't know they did the GameCube emulation stuff, yeah. too. Okay. So the rest These of this guys are is, wizards. Is, is just talking about some of the, the tweets and things and archives that are out there because, of course, uh, any of the screenshots that had been shared have been taken down. And there was also a list of games that people had basically, um, that I guess whoever found these emulators, they've plugged in a bunch of these games and they just, they run great. For testing purposes, yeah. <clears throat> See Golden Sun 1 and 2? Yeah, go. I was about to say stuff like Astro Boy, uh, looks like a few of the Castlevanias, Astro Drill Boy Dozer. Really on Game Boy, man. It's a treasure game. I was about to say it's a treasure yeah. shooter, isn't it? Mm-hmm. F Zero, Fire Emblem, Game and Watch, Golden Sun, like you were saying, uh, Gunstar Heroes, Harvest Moon, uh, Kingdom Hearts: Chain of Memories, which is notoriously uh, tough on that hardware. Uh, a couple Kirby games, a uh, bunch of Mario games, Metroid Fusion, uh, Metroid Zero. Yeah, both the Metroids. That's pretty big. Uh, Pokemon Pinball, Super Mario Advanced. Super Robo Tensin, Wario Land 4, Yoshi's Island. Uh, oh, and the Minish Cap is on here as well. Minish Cap. I imagine they would check off all those Super Mario advances because that'd be a pretty quick and easy. 
<clears throat> port for those. Uh, and they do note that, like, one thing that is in question was, like, uh, there's references to the Easy Flash, which, of course, is a Flash card that, um, you know, Nintendo doesn't condone any kind of Flash devices. So. But, Easy uh, Flash is the one you've had luck it's with? A- yeah, it's actually the one I have in my possession and only Brent, a legitimate backups of my games. The story's okay. Wink, wink, non, non. The story's pointing more and more towards you, Brent. This is the, this is the flashcard you use. Uh, these are some of your favorite games. Didn't you just play? Wait, <laughs> these are all on your games played for like the last no, no. six months. <laughs> Castlevania, Castlevania, Metroid, Metroid. <laughs> I'm waiting for somebody to knock on his door, but like, FBI, open up. <laughs> <laughs> open up. We traced the 4chan server to here. Brent's furiously unlocking things live or unplugging things live as we're recording the podcast. Yes, throwing hard drives in the microwave, turning it on. Oh, there's somebody at the doorbell. Gotta go. Sorry. Start throwing hard drives in the microwave to fry everything. It's like me and Cesar just watching Watergate live as it, as it occurs. At that point, you're just better off just taking the hit on all your electronics and throwing that EMP bomb that we can not go do jail time. Yeah. <laughs> fry everything. But no, if if this is true, and like I said, it, it seems to have been validated by a few people that have actually looked at the the source code and things like that. It uh, yeah. it seems very likely. So it's just going to be a question of when we get these. Which I mean, good lineup too. Wow. Well, they men- they mentioned that all those might not be on there. There's some of those were like yeah. I said earlier were for testing, so we may not even get some of those games. Some of them, like Car Battler Joe and that Ninja 5.0 game, I know those are like super expensive. So it seems like something somebody would just throw on there. They're both very good, too. Car Battler Joe is that surprisingly good. And heck, I mean, we talked about this when um, they announced the expansion pack. You know, if it had been um, N64 and Game Boy Advance and Game Boy and all that stuff, uh, and they had dropped a bunch of games on there, you know, maybe we would have seen the value in it. And. You know, now it's going to be one of those things. It's like this would bring me over if if they yeah, if they add that, what are they going to do? Is Game Boy going to be on the vanilla service and they put Game Boy Advance, they tack it on to the premium or do they tack both on to that premium Mm -hmm. just to try and drive people to to buy? I almost bought bought the premium last time when I I thought I said uh, Centi. I was like, oh, Centi's on there. As soon as they put Centi on there, it's day one. I'm I'm instantly going to that thing and buying it. I put on Twitter. I, I declare to the world. Now it's time. I'm I'm, I'm buying anything for Cincy. Uh, Cesar's alluding to Crusaders of Cincy for Genesis. And if you, what a hard copy of that would finance, probably 15 years of Nintendo Switch Online potentially. Dang. It's a good down payment on a new car. <laughs> yeah, just about. <laughs> Maybe 20 years of Nintendo Switch Online Premium. Shit, probably more than that. All right, we'll wait and see. We'll see what's coming up. <clears throat> All right, supposedly from The Verge, Sega is working on, is reportedly working on big budget reboots of crazy. This is the Crazy Taxi episode. Yeah, if we didn't taxi. have all crazy, uh, Bran is a secret of 4chan. Reboots of Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio. The company wants to make a global gaming hit that delivers recurring revenue. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I was about to say, is, don't get too, yeah, don't no, get too excited uh, that about hearing those old titles. Hey, if I mean, the ads those, are for Pizza Hut those and those are the easy ones, though, you KFC. can 
you can you can do recurring things on though. You know what I mean? Right, right. And by level packs, like get so and so to the Whataburger as your Whataburger level pack or whatever you want to do. Hey, how do you like a Whataburger? <laughs> uh, Whataburger was god tier. Uh, mustard base uh, chain. The yeah, the wrapper the wrapper comes to where I can easily take the bun off. So I was eating the double Whataburger with cheese on it, and the real kicker at the Whataburger is spicy ketchup. Yes. That Ooh. was the shit. Yes. That spicy ketchup was the shit. Uh, the biggest fan of Whataburger was my oldest child. She got a Whata chicken and ate the whole damn meal like a grown ass adult. <laughs> she wow. ate the whole meal. <laughs> Did you ask him about opening a franchise close to your house? <sighs> I was yeah, gonna say I'm, gl- I'm glad that we're getting some in our state finally. Yeah, we are. It'll be. It's not like I'm not driving five hours to Jacksonville again to go to that one. But if it's close up there and we're gonna like make another trip and maybe do something else, I'm down for it. I'll go to it. But it wasn't. It was the spicy ketchup, man. I may look for a ripoff type spicy ketchup, and that might be that might mm-hmm. fit the bill. I have one. I have one little container of it that I brought back. <laughs> I was like, so I need that spicy ketchup. You should have got one of the workers, man, and just buy off of them off of eBay or something like that. Throw it on eBay. I'll pay you. Give it to me. Friend of the show, uh, Randy said he's bought like the vial of it before from somewhere. The mm. like a squeeze thing. Because he's the one telling me this Whataburger is this amazing thing, and you got to stop, and you got to do all this stuff. Also, on another side note from Florida, there was no hard Mountain Dew in Florida anywhere. Wow. I saw it nowhere. I looked in five different places in Florida. No hard Mountain Dew. Were you in the right Florida? Uh, is there a right Florida? <laughs> I don't know, man. There's two different time zones in Florida, so. Maybe I should have been on the panhandle then, because uh, there was no hard Mountain Dew on this side. None. And we even looked in Central Florida. I looked at two two different places in Central Florida. No hard Mountain Dew. So I still have that one case left from Tennessee. So did, <laughs> did you um did you high five Brady on the way out? Uh we weren't that far down. I high fived uh Trevor Lawrence. I was at Trevor Lawrence's <laughs> house knocking on the door. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, let me in. <laughs> All right. Back to crazy taxi and jet set radio. This comes from The Verge and James Vincent. Sega has reportedly started work on big-budget reboots of two cult titles, Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio, according to a report from Bloomberg, which is Jason Trier, I'm guessing? Yes. Citing people familiar with its plans. They won't, the they won't, say, they won't say his name, but they'll say Bloomberg. <laughs> yeah, Bloomberg reports. <laughs> that guy, that guy at Bloomberg that writes the you articles. Know, even Kotaku does that, too. They're like, Bloomberg reports, and they're like, yeah. man, you, you act like he wants to bring me off site. <laughs> That's why I'm looking at that. Like, who else writes game stuff for Bloomberg about speculative game development or troubled studios? Uh, the game, the Japanese game giant wants to create new games that can become global hits like Fortnite and deliver recurring revenue. <laughs> oh, Battle my bus. God. We all love Crazy Taxi and uh, we all love um, <laughs> Jet Set Radio, but I'm not sure they're Fortnite. I guess you could... Uh, let's finish what they say. Uh, Fortnite, of course, has built its success on a number of attributes. It's cross-platform free-to-play and generates money for publisher Epic Games through the use of cosmetic microtransactions. Bloomberg doesn't state that Sega is following this mold exactly, but it's hard to know how you'd create a Fortnite-like hit without replicating Fortnite's key traits, which is aping everything from every other shooter or Battle Royale at the time also. hi Even uh, Among Us. Yep. Uh, vague hints of Sega's plans in this department have been appearing for a while now in the company's annual earnings report for the year ending March 2021. It named Jet Set Radio and Crazy Taxi of 
as examples of past IP it wanted to utilize through reboots, remasters, and remakes. Other games named include Res, Panzer Dragoon, and Streets of Rage. We've gotten iterations of those three, haven't we? Mm-hmm. This same report discussed an internal super game initiative, which Sony exec Shuji Utsumi later explained would mean building multi-platform AAA game titles with global releases. He also alluded vaguely to NFTs, but honestly, I think executives just they say this as a reflex now. That is a quote of James Vincent, not mine. Uh, Don't worry, gentlemen. If we keep things are they will eventually go away. They're slowly going away. Yep. Things are still very much in development then. Uh, Both titles arrived on Sega Dreamcast in 2000. Crazy Taxi appeared in arcades the previous year. Stylish graphics, blah, blah. Uh, Both titles are much more focused on gameplay than story, but Jet Set Radio's use of factions and competitions seems particularly well-suited to the sort of mass participation multiplayer that has helped make Fortnite so popular. You know what I thought of in correlation with Jet Set Radio? What's a franchise where they could ape some of those mechanics that's highly... Popular, and we're going to be talking about the newest iteration here in the next couple minutes when Brant does his update. But Seaman, Samba Amiga. Uh, you paint uh, certain areas of the landscape and then squid your way through them in a mm-hmm. turf war type Paper environment. Splash. Yes, that. No uh, sticker Tony star. Hawk, Tony Garbage Hawk's graffiti mode. Mark Echo. What was that Mark Echo game? You remember that? <laughs> yeah. It's like an open world. Mark Echo's getting up or something? Or something, I don't remember why. Yeah. Yeah. And who knows, perhaps a reboot of Crazy Tax will mean a new theme song from The Offspring that would certainly get the attention of anyone who played these titles on release. I know we all have our original copies of Crazy Taxi, so we still get The Offspring version. (laughs) Or at least backup copies. It wasn't on the PS2 one, right? And the GameCube one, they took it away from there, right? I have the PS2 one, I can check. I'm not sure. I know it's. I know there's a I bunch the, that's different on the uh, PSP version. PS3 and the 360, they were definitely gone. It's when they took away everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just can't remember the PS2 and the GameCube ones. I don't remember either. I know the PS2 one came on a CD-ROM. It's a blueback disc. Man, I just want to play another, uh, what was it, uh, 18-wheeler trucker one? 18-wheeler was good. I'll catch shit for this, but I liked Hydro Thunder. I thought Hydro Thunder was a lot of fun. Hydro Thunder is also good. I thought Arctic yeah. Thunder was a lot of fun. <laughs> I was giving you shit on that. But that niche, like, Sega really had that arcade niche type title. Mm-hmm. Where it was like, this is a full arcade game. Here's Soul Calibur. You played it in arcades. This is a non-compromised version of that. Even including the VGA output and all that, if you have that with your Dreamcast. like Ar- Arcade Perfect, man. That's what Sega's been known for. Yep, that Naomi board. It was a beast. I mean, a lot of the Saturn games were arcade perfect. Dreamcast games were arcade perfect. Yeah. Yep. They started building them off those boards. Um, I guess it's time for Brant's bit, unless we want to wax poetic Brant. about uh, Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio some more. Yeah. Well, how would you add ads to Blink your eyes really radio? fast at the FBI's outside your door. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> I can neither confirm or deny. Brent's speaking under oath now with his news. Open up. Brent, release dates. Brent, 
Yes. So, uh, yeah, for the sake of time. Grant, uh, what's your release date from prison? <laughs> <laughs> to be announced. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Reverse Jason Schreier us. Don't cancel stuff. Give us dates. <laughs> Don't cancel stuff. Give uh, us confirmed dates. Well, on that note, uh, they Nintendo kind of flopped uh, some release dates here. Um, they did announce Xenoblade coming out in July, which was previously announced for September, I believe. Um, and Splatoon 3, which was announced to be coming out this summer, is getting a September 9th release date. Ah, uh, yes. The Earth, Wind & Fire month. So it it seems as if they kind of swapped those. Uh, and I'm guessing the development on Xenoblade was much farther, um, pretty much ready to go, where Splatoon might have needed a little bit more time, which is probably why they did that. Um, there were a series I know we're all uh, excited about, Klonoa, uh, Fantasy yes. Revelry, uh, will be an, uh, coming to all platforms, uh, not just Switch, on July 7th to Japan and worldwide the next day on July 8th. Uh, House of Very the awesome. Dead is also getting a multi-platform release. Four days. Um, it will be on April 28th. It will be on like PS4, Xbox One, PC, uh, and even Stadia. Uh, <laughs> Richard, did you see, did you see that uh, subtweet they did for uh, the PS4 version? Uh-uh. PS Move support. <laughs> really? PS Move yeah, support. they're passing it in. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I'm okay um, with that. I'm, I am too. Especially, I mean, I've I've heard some reviews, and it seems like the gyro is okay on Switch. It's not the greatest, but maybe the size thing probably because yeah, tiny. Uh, then we have uh, Digimon Survive, which actually had been delayed a few times. Uh, it got a release date of July 29th. I'm proud of of Bandai. They were like, we're going to give RPGs to the PlayStation and Xbox owners. (laughs) I'm going to sell shit on Switch, probably. Yeah. (laughs) Either that or it's like most of the other Bandai titles and it's going to take it like another year and a half before it comes to Switch. Yeah. Yeah. It's not Pokemon. It's it's Digimon. I'll buy it. I've bought every Digimon game since like the PS1 days. And the last thing I have written here is uh, Sonic Origins. Got its release date. Uh, this was the, what, like, Sonic 1, 2, uh, 3, and BD, Sonic BD. CD. Um, Including Sonic and Knuckles, right? Yeah. Sonic and Knuckles uh, and everything. And Sonic 4. Coming, uh, <laughs> ju- coming June 23rd. Uh, yes. You know, they Nobody also... Nobody talks re- about Sonic 4. They released... Episode 1 uh, or Episode 2, which one was a good one? <laughs> <laughs> Would you say June 23rd? Uh, yes, June 23rd, they also released, like, some bizarre chart trying to show what you'd get no, with all the, the different the versions. Ubisoft chart, the fucking Ubisoft <laughs> chart. Yeah, it is. It is, isn't it? Uh, the best thing I Day saw... The, edition. the Full pass edition. Yeah. The best thing I saw was uh, Devolver, not to be outdone, uh, released a chart of their own for uh, yeah. Trek to Yomi. And just showing what you get with uh, every version, gets every version and it's all everything is checked on the, on the whole chart. <laughs> like no matter what ber- version you buy, you get it. You know you're getting the same game. So 
Devolver gives no fucks. <laughs> no, they, they just don't. come out. They come out and do their thing. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I you know, the Devolver. people who created Devolver used to be the, the the people who created Gathering Developers, God Games. They mm-hmm. never gave a fuck back then. They still don't give a fuck now. So I'm like, they've always had that attitude. That is that is damn good marketing. I'm excited about that. Uh, Cesar was texting me about the Sonic Origins. We've never. Yeah. Have you ever beat the first Sonic game, Brant? No. We haven't either. I, I <laughs> think to, I think everybody. Stream. I think everybody only gets like you know, three maybe four levels in, yeah. and then you just like, eh, you know. I mean, me me and Richard got further on the the car racer one on Game Gear than Sonic One, so. We actually got far into Sonic One. We were on the next to last world, and we ran out of continues, and it starts you all the way over. And it's like oh. we're not doing this. We're not doing this. Yeah, but that's when we, was that when we first got the Wii's when we tried to go through it. We were on. I th- actually think we were using my HD, that old HD uh, Wega giant Sony Trinitron that I had. So it might have had lag. That might have cost us our run. Sure. It did. They're laggy. The <laughs> HD ones know, are laggy. What, at the end of the day, it's coming out on. Uh, it's coming out. It's coming out on something HD. I mean, yeah. The, the only thing is, I don't think we're getting a physical of that, and we're not getting a physical of uh, the Klonoa. You have to go to like outside regions if you want to get a physical version of that game. So. Cesar know, provided man. us with links for the Klonoa collections. I don't know, man. Sonic, Sonic Mania was the same way too, because that was digital only at first. Yeah. That big statue, and then they came out with the Sonic Mania Plus on this. So I, I, I got a feeling they're gonna do something stupid with some. I stupid think so too. But oh, here's the full thing. But why not? That sitting on store shelves is such a big deal. I think. Like I still think they're selling that Sonic Mania pretty regular. I may be off on that, but I still see it available and in print. And I don't think it's old copies just sitting around waiting to be clearanced. This is gonna be something dumb like that. It's gonna come out. It's gonna come out with some other DLC thing. It's gonna be like, oh god, I, if they put the fucking Knuckles game from 32X in there, I'll rebuy it. How hard is it to port 32X stuff? Have we ever gotten no, any good? That game's 32X? never been ported ever to anything. Is it that hard? Mm, I just think it's CD stuff. There was there was a handful of 32X stuff. So I mean, I, I just I don't think it's on anybody's radar because I mean it's. On my fucking it's room. not like there were a bunch of hits on on just 32x so Spider-Man. a really good star wars arcade game spider-man was is like nine hundred thousand yeah. dollars you could re-release that or just make a 32x collection i don't think that knuckles chaotix game has ever come out on anything i don't else. think so doom 32x is really really fucking good. Derm, the doom for 32x is solid i was about to say i think the only one two i have back there are are doom and the uh the star wars game you have a hard copy of doom 32x you got a you got a hard copy of Marky Mark on the Sega CD. <laughs> Create a video. <laughs> no, no. Because oh, I heard they want to make you jump, jump. My, do you have a 32x brand? Yeah. Okay, if you get one of those flashcards, it'll pass the ROM straight through there, so you're good on. Oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only way I've played that Doom 32x. Knuckles Chaotix has never been on any other platform. I'm struggling with this one. I think I asked Cesar that before yeah. too. I said, I sent you, I sent you that picture I think a year ago where that uh that VTuber where Sega sent her a copy of the fucking the whole Chaotix to play. I was like, what how? Are what do they? They just have copies sitting around. Sealed. I was like, what the hell? And they sent it to her. And she was going through every Sonic game. She just, she just actually just played Sonic Adventure two this past weekend. She's still going through them. 
Max. Despite interest from fans, it has not been re-released. Beyond a brief period through period through GameTap. Oh gosh. GameTap was an online video game service <laughs> established by Turner Broadcasting System I was say, in it's 2005. Been a long time since I heard GameTap. GameTap. I thought they were talking about the multiplayer adapter. <laughs> Wasn't mm-hmm. that called the GameTap? Like a no, streaming GameTap was, name. yeah. Holy crap. Wow. Long time since I heard that. Knuckles Chaotix only on 32X. The true exclusive. Wow. Sluggish sales. It quickly faded into obscurity. The only re-release came in 2005 when Knuckles Chaotix was briefly made available for Mac OS X and Windows computers via the subscription service GameTap. It's based off a, a prototype called Sonic Crackers, and that was released <laughs> June 1995 and can be played with emulators. Uh, it's a B, 7.4. Famitsu gave it a 25 out of 40. IGN gave it a 6 out of 10. Maybe we're not missing anything. Oh, GameFan gave it a 98 out of 100. <laughs> it's always one, man. It's always one. It's like, perfect score. Yeah. The rubber band multiplayer system was criticized despite being acknowledged as an effort to innovate. Hmm. I just want to see it. You know, I want to see it in action. I want it digitally on my fucking collection for $5. That's all I want. As add-on? Yeah. I'm not asking for much. I'm not paying a physical copy of that. Hell no. All right. It's your Knuckles Chaotix hour, <laughs> which no no podcast has ever had. Yeah. yeah Richard's in disbelief, like trying to figure out like what's so drawing about this. I'm like, but it's, it's okay. Be available somewhere. We can continue with Sega News. Yes, and what is that Sega News? Cinti! Fucking Cinti! Let's go! You remember you remember those days of, you know, Sega does what Nintendo? Well, you know, now Nintendo does, does what Sega don't, you know. Or Sega just adds games to the Nintendo Switch Online that yeah. Nintendo won't add to. Uh, so we are getting uh, three new titles. Uh, Sonic Spinball, Shining Forces 2, and Space Harrier 2. And those are uh, those have been added to the uh, Sega section of your Nintendo Switch Online Plus. These are all good games? Yeah. Yeah, Sonic Spinball is still good. People, some people shit on it. I love me you Spinball. Spent a good amount of time on Sega Spinball, right? Sonic Spinball, yeah. Sonic Spinball. <laughs> I thought I was stuttering <laughs> on the Spinball part. It was the Sega. Sega Spinball! <laughs> you got like a Panzer Dragoon ball, and you got uh, the Monkey Ball in there. Yeah. Monkey Ball, Spinball, let's go. And you have the, the, the Camelot Shining Force. So. And then when you beat the game, it zooms out and it's just uh, Ryu from Shinmu, and he's just using the capsule things as the <laughs> <Yeah>. balls. <laughs> it's like the end of Men in Black. <laughs> oh, I already had this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like me playing the the capture game on uh, Kirby. <laughs> this motherfucker again. I got five of these fucking things. Yeah, was that? Was it, yeah. Was a fucking Yu Suzuki? Did he come up with the gacha mechanic? I can't think of any other game back then that used that fucking like you had to pour money into it and you just get the same bullshit over and over again. I'm like, ah, I just want the fucking figure. It's real life, Cesar. It's the it's the what was it the eyes system? Emotional. Ah, uh, fucking hell! I had to open coming, the door. Coming, yeah, coming from somebody that 
didn't play video games, but he, you know, wanted them to be realistic. He's that guy, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, I thought it was called the eyes system. It was in their marketing and all that stuff because it was like this. No other game has this eye system. Easy. See if I can even know what I'm talking about. Free. It's called free. Uh, full reactive eyes entertainment. <laughs> so you were close. There was eyes yeah. in there. Eyes. I knew it had some catchy buzz. It's like, yeah. it's like him and Ken Kuragi went to the fucking same school in the like game development. They're over here just coming up with like the most random things. Cell, cell architecture, emotion yeah. engine, emotion engine. <laughs> uh, Suzuki intended to achieve this by simulating aspects of real life through the game, such as day night sleep system, real time variable weather, fully oh, I remember voiced day night bullshit. I get kicked out of stores all the damn time. <laughs> having a conversation. Fully, <laughs> fully voiced non playable characters with their own daily schedules, quick time events, and various other interactive elements, such as vending machines, arcades, and convenience stores. I guess we have to count the gotcha mechanic as a vending machine. <laughs> The, the original wall walking simulator was that game. We had to just walk around like and you're doing in real life. Yeah. Get kicked out of places as they close. <laughs> they PM all middle conversation, get thrown out. Yeah, we need you to leave now. <laughs> Door closing. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I was in there. Uh, I exercised that same uh, learned behavior when I was in retail. <laughs> um, Yes, we'll talk about your decisions. As, as you push people out with the vacuum cleaner. Yes. <laughs> Vacuuming every night. Get out of here. <laughs> And I got to close these metal bars and put up these cardboard inserts so it doesn't look like we're trying to prevent break-ins because we're a low crime area. Even though I got robbed in, at gunpoint in that low crime, low crime area. Yeah, that's uh, Halo always protecting your windows. You got to love uh, it. Inserts. I would actually take those. If I get my hands on those store inserts, I would actually take those. I fought with them so much and had to put them up every night. It would be like a trophy almost. Yeah, so All right. Re- since you had to recreate Home Alone every night. Basically, and then people find different ways to get in. <laughs> all, you had to do was, all you had to do is put music in the background and just do the string system where they're all just moving around. <laughs> <laughs> that place looks full. Okay, Brant, noted. I may, have, I may have talked about this on way earlier episodes, but I don't know if Brant knows these stories. So next to us, there used to be a vitamin shop, right? And then the vitamin shop closed. So... One night they broke into the vitamin shop because the lights are on. It's just a vacant thing. They just broke yeah. into it. There's no nobody's paying for security or anything on there. And the people who own the lot, I couldn't even get them to keep the lights on past like 6 p.m. in the parking lot. And uh, so they break in there and then they just kick in the wall on the side and they come through the shelves and kick in the wall. And then they're in the store. And then the store down the street, the one that is still there, they had ninjas drop in from like a skylight in the top <laughs> Like when you watch the footage, you literally see them like dropping into the store. <laughs> oh my Skylight, gosh! Man, I was like, "What?" Oh, uh, retail joys. No, no moss. No more Cesar. We're we're free, sir. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'm hoping I still got a lot of life going, so you never know. <clears throat> That's true. I gotta make money. Also true. Never know. We, we would try not to pick the retail life again. All right, so <laughs> that long convoluted bit was. Uh, Sega, not Sonic. Sonic, not Sega. Spinball, Space Harrier, Dose, okay, and Shining Force, Dose. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, somehow we got off. Yeah, we get we sidetracked pretty hardcore on that one. That we're done with this article. I'm about to close it. Well, we're done. I think we were. Uh, coming soon to Game Pass. Uh, do we want to go through all this stuff? 
Oh, Assassin's uh, Creed Origins is coming to that Ubisoft uh, bit of Game Pass. That's a pretty mm-hmm. big bit. I mean, just just call them out and let's, let's move on, man. This thing what is it? Seven seven days to die. F one twenty one. F one twenty twenty one. Yeah, Need Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, Turn which is an boy. incredible game. Richard Bergman's Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. That's the cloud. Yeah, it's the cloud version. Uh, Turn up boy commits tax evasion. Unsolved. I see this on everything. What is yeah. this? I'm not. I'm not sure. Hey, now you can play it and find out. <laughs> yeah, Thanks, be right there on Game Pass. Download <laughs> and try, sir. Research and destroy. Uh, yeah, bug snacks. You said, Research and uh, Destroy, that's a good name. That's like a good NES. Research and Destroy? Yeah. Game, game, yeah. I would watch that cartoon. Like, I'm tuning into that cartoon. Yeah. I mean, Unsold would be something like my parents would not allow me to have when I'm six years old. You can't have this game. No, that's those, that's all those copies of Sonic Mania Plus on the store shelves. That are E.T. from the 2600? Unsold. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was Research and Destroy. <laughs> That works too, yeah. Batter Seven Days to Die works with that one too, right? Also, <laughs> I guess if you bury it, the, the cartridges become buck snacks. <laughs> I want somebody to somebody didn't close the numbers. I guess you'd be uh, committing tax evasion. So, <laughs> we should. How do we all tie this back to ET from twenty six hundred? Oh my god! <laughs> oh, that's pretty good lore. Um, all right. Is that it for news? Brent, you did uh, your bit that I didn't want to skip. Yeah, let me I'll, <laughs> let me do these uh, leaving Game Pass real quick. April thirtieth, okay. uh, Cricket nineteen. So you know, get your get your cricket in. Uh, Outlast two, uh, Secret Neighbor, and Streets of Rage four. Actually, that's yeah, yeah. If you haven't played like Streets of Rage four, yeah, Neighbor sounds like a porno title. Kind of does. It does. That or horror film. It's going to be one of the two. If I look at that and I didn't have anything on the cover and I just hold, only had the spine and I'm in the blockbuster and I see Secret Neighbor, it would all depend if I'm behind the beads. Or I was about to say you went past the beaded section. Or if I'm in the the horror side. So, <laughs> which both would have copious amounts of nudity. Just the other one would have fornication on it. So, Miss Blockbuster, man, you used to get. I mean. We'll all admit there were some duds. You would pick up a game and you'd look at the back of the box or a movie and you're like, God, this looks awesome. You had nothing else to go off of. You had the front of the box. You had the four or three screen caps on the back of the box and you had a description about what maybe that might have been about. And especially like NES, SNES, Genesis days that had nothing to do with what the actual game was, because very rarely, unless it was like a Chrono Trigger or basically a square game or a Nintendo game where you already had a generation of knowing what you were getting into. You had no clue what that story was going to mean. And as far as the game went, it could be something totally different. Same thing with movies. I mean, you'd see commercial movies. You had a little bit better because you'd have advertisements on TV, you know? So you'd see commercials and previews and it's like, okay, I want to see this one. Or you heard about it or somebody went and saw it, that sort of thing. I think one of our best blind gets, because I didn't see it in theaters was the mummy. We had seen a couple previews, but it was like, we really want to see The Mummy. And we rented that, and it was like, oh, my God. I think we saw The Mummy 2 in theaters because we rented The Mummy on tape and watched that and enjoyed the shit out of The Mummy. The Mummy was good, man. It's it a classic. Like a movie theater. Yeah. It still holds up. It's good. Mm-hmm. Mummy 2 wasn't as good, but it was still a good adventure. Yeah. And then they changed The Girl in 3. I just remember that, and it just killed it for me. 
Well, they added that kid in the second one. He was a decent yeah. plot line, but sometimes when you add a kid, it's yeah, just but he like, went out, like it was like twelve years, right? The dude's like thirteen in that movie. Yeah. And he, then he's a grown adult in the third one, isn't he? I have not seen anything past the second one. I've seen a bit of the one with Jet Li, oh, like in the in the yeah. hospital or something. Mm-hmm. I had a fever dream in the oh, hospital. So in the in the third in the third one, he's the kid's fully grown up. He's like in his twenties and he's still helping out Brandon Fraser. And then like they changed the mom to Maria Bello or whatever it was. That's right. It's not uh Rachel Vice again. Yeah, yeah, he's a full grown adult. Like the kid's a full grown adult in that movie. So I don't remember what bullshit he was getting into, but somehow he got I think Brandon Fraser got pulled into it because of what his son was doing. <laughs> he was like, I'm out the game type bullshit. If I remember correctly, it's been a long I haven't seen that movie since the movie theaters. I haven't watched it since. So. Oh, the third one? Yeah. I like uh when the first movie starts trending on Twitter or something, everybody goes crazy about uh the thread I always see is like the mummy turned me bisexual. Everybody was sexy. The librarian, sexy. The mummy, sexy. <laughs> Brendan Fraser, sexy. <laughs> the guy, uh Mohammed Ahir, I think his name was the guy that was like defending the the yeah. mummy and the book and all that. Sexy. It's like oh, they were going down all this list of people. They were talking about the cousin. Uh, no, it was her brother. It was Evie's brother, yeah. brother. It's like somehow he was sexy. <laughs> I was like, golly, now all these people are fired up about everybody in the mummy. <laughs> um, Anaxuna Moon, the one he was trying to bring back from the dead, the yeah. that uh, Emotep was trying to bring back. It was like sexy. Everybody in this movie was sexy. <laughs> oh, is that it for news? Yes. Yeah. When you I get mean, a chance, man, um, I don't know if y'all seen it. Bram, I saw it, but Jungle Cruise is pretty good too. If you're looking for, really? I still want to see it. It it had that mummy vibe to me. Mummy and the pirates vibe, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's got a good rendition of uh, nothing else matters in there. Huh. Like they, huh. they incorporate it into the score and everything. Like I, it's like when I heard it, it's like that's nothing else matters because I was in there um, singing the words when I was hearing the score and everything. Else. Yeah, when they go yeah. into like uh, the Rock's backstory, it's all to like nothing else matters. It's pretty good. On Disney Plus, man, if you got Disney Plus, just watch it. Yeah, we've been threatening to catch it. Is it uh safe for work slash family friendly? Yeah, yeah, it is. I, I mean, like the Mummy. It depends. Uh, I don't mean that when it comes to kids. I don't know, man. You have to research it. My, you know, my values is different. Like, I, you know, we'll, we'll talk after the, the podcast about this. Everybody's different on this one. So I don't want to start our argument with anybody who listens to us either. So there's certain lifestyle choices that my coworkers would not allow that to watch because they don't want their kids exposed to it. So. I mean, I, th- I think, you know, mine fairly well. <laughs> you think it's a lifestyle choice that would not be reflected positively? It's just a lifestyle choice that anybody would see out in the open every day now. But so, so probably every every, good. Parent, every parent's different. I'm not a parent, so that's true. That's true. And we are the Southeast Premier Video Game Podcast, uh, nationally, internationally published. I believe uh, Colombia was one of our number one countries that was listening to us. Point. <laughs> they hate us there. You gotta we gotta listen to you. you hate. They do now. <laughs> Podcast in there. Fuck these guys. <laughs> I gotta hate them. I gotta know everything about them. So Southeast them. what? Southeast Columbia. Uh, I'll be quick with the games played. I've not played a lot. I was out of town five days of the past week. Uh, my sole game playing this past week has been was Halo last Monday with Young Brant here. Not unsold. Yeah, unsold Brant. S O U L. Uh, we had some good rounds. We had some bad rounds. I think we left on a frustrating one, but 
like the fucking Charles Dickens of uh, Halo and like the best of times and the worst of times. Basically, it was a dark and stormy round of Halo. Hell, two cities. Uh, Brent, I guess I'll segue to you because you kept playing right after I did and you had a, a different experience playing online than our losses, our mounting losses. Yeah, so actually, uh, we played our matches and I had done my boost and everything. Boost. And uh, after we, or it was after you you got off, I was really close to leveling up again. So I was like, oh, yeah, eh. You're trying to close in on 102, right? Yeah. Yeah, where are you at, Brant, right now? I, th- I think I'm in the 70s. Damn. I mean, we got, like, what do we have, like, one week to get you there? When's the next, the new season? Let's grind. If, I Let's mean, grind. If, I, if I don't get it, I don't get it. I'm, I'm not, like, super worried about it. Right? No, Brant, Brant. <laughs> When's the next season start? God, God damn it, Brant. Look. Some, yeah, sometime next month. I mean, it's it'll be all right. We have, we have, one, we have two weeks to get Brant to uh, level 100. So I I got there and I got there in like a week and a half when I decided to grind on it and it was just my normal days. I just had to play those bullshit rounds that I didn't really want to do. The the four player ones instead of the oh yeah the bullshit yeah. yeah, yeah. Brand and I played a lot of quick play when we were doing mm-hmm. it because that was the featured thing trying to boost him up. So I hopped on to some um, tactical Slayer because I had a um, I had a uh, an objective to do, to do some uh, some tactical slayer. What are they perks or boosts or what is those things called? Because you can swap them. Yeah, uh, they're just challenges. Or challenges. Some, that's yeah. It. Yeah. So I played one and it was stalker rifles on Aquarius. So of course that was that was fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just it was. It was freaking terrible. It was terrible. I almost stopped after that one. I don't, I don't I think like, I played any of those modes with you guys, so I don't even know what y'all talking about. Um, Stalker rifle on... Oh, it's just... It's an awful weapon, and you're yeah. stuck with it because it's I tactical. Literally, I think the last time I played anything with you guys was just the battle rifles. I don't think I played any of the... When they changed it, it yeah, yeah, nosedived. I stuff. I've yet to go in there. Yeah, yeah they've, they've started rotating it, so you can have battle rifles. Sometimes you can have only pistols. Sometimes you have... Um. Oh gosh, what's that? The manglers. Um, mangler. Yeah. Um. But I decided I was like, okay, I'm almost. I, I this challenge is almost done. I need. I'm gonna play one more game. I jump into a game. Uh, it's on uh, Bazaar, and it was pistols. So I start the game, and I'm doing. I'm actually doing really well. Hey. I'm. I'm like. Uh, I think it was like. 11 and 1 and then all of a sudden I notice two people from my team just drop out and was it, was it 4v4 <laughs> yeah it was it, cause yeah. tactical is just 4v4 okay so you, you're already down two people so that means you, did they did you get any more in, in there or was it 343 I know you're telling the story right now but no no so so we keep playing all of a sudden I see my other teammate drop off I check the Classic. score. I, I I die and I check the score while I'm dead and I send a screenshot to Richard. Uh, I'm 17 and five uh, with two assists. Uh, I'm the only one on my team. <laughs> help! <You laughs> said I, help. Yeah, I text. I just texted him that picture and then sent help. Get back on. <laughs> um. So I I I keep going, and I eventually I get a message from somebody on the other team. 
And he just, uh, he says, bro, I respect you. Uh, 1v4 isn't fair. I give you my kills. And anytime I'd see this dude, he'd just like, he'd start like crouching up and down and he'd like shake his head at me and stuff. And I, I killed him a couple times, but I was like, ah, I don't feel right about doing that. And I run around and I, I, I got killed a couple times and I, I don't know why I just, I started like hiding in places and listening and when I'd start hearing people around, PUBG. I'd yeah, start I'd jump PUBG style. Yeah, I'd jump around the corners, you know, uh, pop a couple of them off, but then you know, or pop one, and then two would get me. Um, and then eventually, the the I I just let the clock run out after it was like a minute and a half to go. I was like, I'm just gonna go somewhere. I'm gonna hide. And the final score, I want to say, yeah, it was uh 46 to 42 i just ran out the clock and my damn my score uh my final score was 26 kills seven deaths and two assists (laughs) so i actually i don't know how but i did i did awesome and uh that guy that guy texted me back he's like you know good game i told him good game indeed he said thanks man so i mean we had a wholesome uh, exchange yeah. there too. Somebody, how dare you have a good exchange? You, some, you, you the creator of the four chance. How dare you? <laughs> you know, usually, usually on Xbox, uh, like you guys have had it happen, and I know that, like the last time, Richard said that somebody was getting mad at y'all during yeah. uh Master Chief Collection, or it might have even been when Infinite it was, started. It was Infinite. Russell and, and I were trying to, we were letting the four come to the two of us. Mm-hmm. And then they they were telling us we're hiding like bitches and all kinds of stuff. It's like okay, we're outgunned and yeah. outmanned. We're waiting for you to come to us. We're not gonna seek you out and get murdered and run into some, you know, pincher tactic or something. You had totally the opposite experience. Yeah, I was I was so surprised. I was like, that's uplifting. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like, yeah, there's it's some good people out there. People telling you to donate your Xbox or yeah, you suck and. <laughs> So yeah, it was that was a it was a good experience and uh after I I beat that game, I had leveled up and then I was like, "You know what? I'm going to go out on that one." And I haven't I haven't played Halo since last Monday, so. Uh, he was like, that, and he's like, might, "That was a game that he had, might be getting on." Then you then you unplugged the Xbox, right? <laughs> yep, I unplugged it. Put it back in the update. Sold <laughs> it on uh, sold it on uh, Facebook maybe Marketplace. Closet, like maybe one day I'll play this again. <laughs> I guess I could have talked about my Facebook marketplace transaction, but that's a story for another day. Uh, Brant, what else do you play? Uh, I've continued uh, with on this Metal Gear Solid saga. Um, I Wait, Metal started, Gear Acid, you coward. I uh, started Metal Gear Three. Oh, um, Metal Gear Three. Yeah, because I I want to I wanted to try and jump in there and and now do them chronologically. So three so. Three, yeah, I'm. It's actually pretty good. Um, How far did you get? So far, I'm. I I just beat uh, the end. So he's the oh, he's the old well man, into, the uh, sniper. It's yeah. Using when you you don't clarify the, uh, the boss, the end. Yeah. Oh, he's done with the game. <laughs> oh, I was about to say, it's like, oh, look at that, yeah. Yeah. Why did you no. just tell us you beat the game? Yeah, Why did you say you beat bitch, the end? Catty bastard. And I course, usually only beat the beginning of games. <laughs> I, I didn't know that there was, you know, a specific thing where you have to, like, sneak up on him and hold him up if you want to get his camo and stuff like that. So I was unable to do that. 
Yeah, but um, you can also there's a thing in there where I think you can just wait and he eventually dies, doesn't he? Yeah, uh, you can change the clock on your PS2 yeah. also. Right. Age. Yeah, he change your clock on your PS2. Go ahead like two days or something. When you come back, really? he's dead. <laughs> yeah, Kojima, yeah, yeah. man. Because <laughs> yeah. I beat, um, what was his name? The Fear? I think it was The Fear. The guy with the the rockets with the flame and all that? Is that no. The Fear? No, The That's Fear is the bees. Guy. You're talking yeah, about the bee guy. The Fear is the bees. No, no, no. The Fury is the fire guy. Fury. No, no, no. The, um... I want to say the fear was the dude that has like the little bolt crossbow and is hiding so, in the trees. All right, did you face the ghost guy yet? That's no. the ghost guy. Oh, is that the ghost guy? He do hides in the trees. Take, do you have to take something to revive yourself to beat this guy? You don't remember? Uh, you get the the fission milled screen. Fission milled. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> then you would no. know because it says fission milled. Who is like, this? You look at it, you're like, what the fuck's happening? Yeah, you look at it like, <laughs> Brent, who did you fight? Yeah. Um. I'm trying to remember. It's um, Google. Google. It's, a, it's after you uh, <laughs> go through and you're you're posing as a scientist. Uh, the bee guy is the pain. Yeah, the pain is the bee guy. I'm pretty sure it's the fear. I want to say so you were pretending to be so. Cool. Um, yeah, I've got did, the. Did you find the riding mask? <laughs> no, I actually haven't. Oh God, you're not riding. <laughs> So it looks like I'm gonna fight the Fury next. I think is he, the next boss. He's the rocket guy. Where he's the failed is... cosmonaut. I love that battle. Yeah. And on the PS2, when I watched the flames go everywhere, I was floored. I could not believe that was coming out of my PS2. Yeah, it was the fear. So the fear is the dude um, that has like the uh, the spider venom. Uh, Cesar, we're thinking of the sorrow. The sorrow. Okay. okay That's okay. who we're thinking yeah, of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, Brant, disregard anything we yep. said about that. And <laughs> he's, he's if if you if you beat <laughs> the fear without um any lethal force, like if you just let him like wear himself down, because his camo is this special camo that like drains his stamina. Yeah. And you can either beat him by like giving him like you run around and and drop rotten food so he eats it to try and replenish his stamina or you shoot I remember. him I remember shoot him with guy. the uh the dart gun yeah and if if you get him down enough eventually he just dies by you know uh, by running out of stamina and he drops his camo the spider camo so i got I, that this guy is the least memorable of the metal gear solid 3 bosses that's why yeah. he was me and then when you put it on here, you look like spider-man right is that how it works no nah, he well he I don't know. He kind of climbs up trees he and stuff. You? He's weird. Yeah. Did you find the? You find any ape escape monkeys yet? Here. Ape escape monkeys. Yeah. yeah they might not be. They might not be in the version he's playing. Oh. Yeah, I found the frogs. No ape escape monkeys. Yeah, they they're there. Hmm. So you killed but, the um, end. You've killed the pain. Yes. Fear. Sound like a ninety song. End. Also now you have the sorrow and the fury. Yeah. Yeah, Those I think the sorrow, the fury, I have to fight the the boss and then Oh gosh, what's the dude name? The the uh, the electricity Vol, dude. Um Vulcan I can't remember that dude's name. Vulcan? Yeah, Vulcan. Yeah. Vulcan. Vulcan or something. And then and then the uh, Shacklehod. I have to take down the OG so you, you didn't wear Raiden's mask when you found Vulcan? When he found you? 
I haven't gotten to Vulcan yet. Okay. Make sure you have the riding mask. Pretty funny bit. Hmm. But um, I'm going in through there. Uh, earlier this week, I did pick up this, and it came in the mail. Oh, All no. right. It was brand new sealed. Uh, for those listening, this is the Metal Gear Solid HD collection that was released for Vita. Nice. Um, it is. Aside from like the textures and a few things looking better <laughs> on the uh, PS3 version, it's just as good. That's a good and with, That's a with blue that, point joint, I think. Uh, yeah, it's blue point and armature. Armature, yeah. And with uh, with that transferring, transferring. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you that. It's amazing because I mean you just because you can either manually transfer or you just link them to the cloud. Oh, you manually transferring, man! Oh, it's not transfer anymore; it's transferring. Transferring. So yeah, and uh, you link them to the cloud, and when you go from one to the other, once you uh, transfer everything, you know those those trophies that you you got in whichever game they they pop in, you know, whichever version you just went to. So. And you can just pick up and play immediately. It's it's actually it was really really ahead of its ahead of its time there. Very Kojima esque. Because uh, I've I've really been enjoying that you know playing uh, while I'm at home on the PS3 and then loading it back up on the Vita and taking it with me and you know maybe getting to play a little bit on the lunch break or something or um it's, it's just freaking awesome. Um, quote unquote, quote, 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 quote. Uh, I, st- I still, you know, am conflicted about Kojima games. I know. Uh, I'm this is bit... the most grounded one. This is the this is one without about all to say, the crazy bullshit. This is a little bit more grounded, but I still think you know Kojima. He does a lot of weird, crazy things, and I think he gets in his way and uh, keeps. <laughs> Keeps I, liked his, everything I liked everything he's made. So. I know. Some people, some people are 50-50, and some people are just like, they don't want to be force-fed, like, this is a great game, and they, like, they're all against it. So. I just think it's crazy that he goes for all this, like, crazy realism, and, you know, you have to treat yourself. Uh, like, in this game, if you get injured, you have to treat certain wounds certain ways. And you have to eat animals. You, you have to eat things, and if you keep them too long, they spoil, and then you can get food poisoning, and then you got to treat food poisoning, and there's just... There's, there's all this there's all this like crazy elaborateness to it and he wants it to be hyper real but then we've got people with freaking electricity powers and you know the dude control freaking hornets and and you can get an ultimate camo that's like some kind of leopard print or something like that that yeah. works against urban environments and rural and oh, swamps God, just and everything wait till you get some uh wait till you get to uh Metal Gear Solid 4 that's when a lot of random shit happens that's uh, I see that Vulcan makes an appearance in five when I clicked on his wiki, so I'm like, Wait, what? What? Yes. So does uh, Psycho Mantis. There's a lot of characters in there. So, huh? Wild. So, uh, yeah, I'm going through that. Um, you know, like I said, I've got four more battles or something like that before I, you know, but those are interrupted by codec calls and long cut scenes. But it's actually, I'm enjoying this. The The story is actually pretty good in this one. Um, like you said, it feels a little bit more grounded. So, 
I mean, okay. use it use the Cold War attributes, and it's like it, it's, it's locked down to realism because of the the time era it is in there. He tends to go when he tends to go completely, yeah, out there sometimes. Out there when he does anything futuristic. I mean, like when I went through uh, Police Knots, it's the same thing as it's all space and it was like all random stuff. And it's like he had his own lore and he built in there, and you had the keyboard to go in there and find out all the stuff he had he did in there. I mean, so he he tend it's like what Richard said. He when he does something like like current. He, it grounded. A lot of people said, you know, Metal Gear Solid 4 is when it got crazy, and that's because it went on an alternate future thing. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's when he started doing that stuff. Like, same thing with Death Strandings, like, in the future. So, it has, like, all this weird stuff. And so, those are usually hit or miss with people. So, but 3 is really good. 3 is really good. I don't think you yeah. have any complaints with 3. And then, three like, is a, uh, 3 is close to a perfect game. 5, I'm fine with 5. That one's the, the gameplay king i put so many hours just fucking around in the environment story's pretty good and then um two has aged very well two was weird when i played it back in the day but it's aged very well Hmm. because two was like kind of like ahead of its time too but a lot of that stuff's happened when you go through two you're like oh yeah this is relatable and like when you played it back then a lot of that shit didn't happen yet so Hmm. So, like i think that one kind of aged better well yeah that that's why Richard. I just I was looking at the timeline because I remember it being pretty soon. So I play three, and then I go to Peace Walker, and then it looks like I go to Ground Phantom Ground Zeroes, Ground uh, Fa- Phantom Pain, and yeah, Ground Zero for Metal Gear Solid Five. So then you go to Metal Gear One and Two, which should be in yeah the, the original. Mm-hmm. Then then you already play Solid, but so then you go to Solid, then you go to Solid Two. Mm-hmm. And you go to Solid Four, and then that's it. Then you have the own little alternate universe if you want to play the Metal Gear Acids, where you you play a a clone of Solid Snake. So yeah, that was There's, like it's the card battler, right? Acid, yeah. uh, Portable Ops, and that might be it. Oh, Survive, but nobody nobody cares about Survive. <laughs> Is the servers even still up? I don't know. I have a copy. I don't think I ever fired it up. So. I think I bought it when it dropped down to five dollars, and I'm still sealed. Let's all play Metal Gear Survive. Let's go. <laughs> Good, I got it. I still got the download part for the Metal Gear Online for Metal Gear Solid Four. So, mm-hmm. and yeah, we were talking about it last week. Which versions of these games are still up on where? Um, like Cesar had said, this HD collection that I'm playing, unless you've got a physical copy for PS3, PS5. Or PS3 or P, uh, Xbox 360, oh. um, you cannot you cannot buy them on digital storefronts. They've been delisted, and I think it's four, five, and uh, Revengeance are you can you can buy them digitally or play them through your the streaming services and things like that. But as far as the original. Uh, Metal Gear 1 and 2 or Metal Gear Solid 1, there's not really um, any way to, to play those as well. So this this collection is pretty much like fully yeah. locked on PS3. I think the first one is recently on GOG, like within the past year or so. Yeah, it was. I bought it on GOG. And then <laughs> I don't I, know how good that port is, though. Uh, it's gotten better. Because uh, it, it was like the... I, I had... I had the original CD version of Metal Solid. You know, that was published by Microsoft. I remember that one uh, for PC. And 
I don't think that was playable on Windows 10 or something like that at some point. But like this version, they randomly slowly to up- updated it. Because um, on, on Gaga, it's Gaga, you got the original Metal Gear American version, Metal Gear Solid, and I got Metal Gear Solid 2 on Gaga also. Because when they were on on there, I just fucking I just bought it again. And I have I have the DVD copies of Metal Gear Solid 2 for PC as well. But uh, those are on playable also. I didn't disc. know they got a PC port. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, when I built my PC, I went through a phase where I ended up buying all the shit that I like on PC again. Yeah. Yeah, but Silent Hill 3, I have it on PC as well, and that shit is expensive as fuck. So. Oof. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's what I've been playing. That's what I'll probably keep playing. Go into these Metal Gear games. Metal Gears. Friday, Brent. Knock them off. I may I may take a like a small break or play it in tandem because there was another game I I bought I don't know how long it is but I might be might be getting into that later this week so you, you like me man I stopped playing my my back catalog stuff so I can finish uh uh Elden Ring but I had to take a break from Elden Ring so yeah because uh they I'm stuck I'm stuck on Millennia and then they Elena and then they fucking pass her to her she's like <laughs> impossible to beat now so I'm like. Because she uses a really? like, scar- she uses Scarlet Rot, so every time she hits me, she heals herself. But there's a glitch in the patch they just recently did, like the last couple of days. So I stopped playing it. It's like she automatically starts healing herself automatically. So it's like I it, without I, using that spell. Yeah, without having to hit me, it's it's a glitch. So she's basically unbeatable, man. For at least for me, I'm not mm-hmm. that good. So I mean, somebody's like fought her like uh, let me solo her like that dude fought her like so many times by himself. He still had a hard time fight beating her, but. He the was version. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a glitch. I think they got to go back and fix it. So I, I stopped playing it because I have to wait for them to fix it. And she's unbeatable. There's no way she's un- she heals automatically without doing anything. Like her life goes up. So, hmm. I mean, at that point, there's nothing I can do. So, uh, outside of that, you were rocking out uh, post did, show. Tell us about you, Rock Band. Get to that one, yeah. I think uh. The only game I played this week that I've been trying to cross off my list is I've been playing Persona 3, PS2, huh. PS2 and PS3, the FES version. Mm-hmm. I think I got like three or four hours into it, and I don't think I've ever put that much time into it. It's pretty good. Um, I started that on PS2 like two years ago. Mm-hmm. I think it took me to go through Persona 5 to like really to enjoy a Persona game because I, I think that did the same thing as you because I there there's a time when I started Persona 4 and I got like. Seven hours into it or something like that, and then all of a sudden I just dropped off of it. I don't remember. That's about how much I played of four. I loved every minute of it. Yeah, four was pretty good. Yeah, I had no complaints about it. I just fell off of it for some reason. Same. The last last thing I got into is when I got sucked into the TV in Juness at your at your Juness. Your Juness. I I got a little bit little bit farther than that, but not not too much. But still, like like what you were saying, enjoyed it. But Mm. I don't know know what it is. Persona Four needs to be on more platforms too. Yeah. Yeah. Three is three. They had that per- portable version on uh, PSP. Mm-hmm. I've I've heard that that was actually pretty good. Can you still buy that license? Oh, uh, mm. I think you could buy the Persona Three on PS3 and on PSP still. Hmm. It played differently, but it depends on how you want to experience the story. So I mean, you don't get the full cutscenes in three on the uh, Persona Three portable. You get two protagonists, so you can choose a male or female one, so you can cater to the story a little bit more. And they do have some, I think the full story's in there, but like I said, they do cut around. Like, there's not full voice acting, not full out, acted out scenes. It's all kind of like visuals, 
visual novel based. So there's some caveats to it, but and I don't think it has the 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 epilogue story, which is another fucking thirty hours, which is crazy at the time. So jeez. But yeah, I, I put maybe like three or four hours into it. it. It plays like a Persona game. I mean, it's the same bullshit where you play as an MC and you ended up and you got a name him in a certain location. And it, like the first three hours, it's like it drags you along. You know what I mean? Where like it introduces you to the environment, meet these characters, and you get to the the social aspects of them. So it's hard. Cesar, you going in and out. It's hard to hear you for some reason. I I don't know. There's something I can do. So that's why I see you doing this. It, but I think. But um. Outside the social aspects of it, so I mean that's like the first bit on there that I had. So, so I, outside you, of that, what do you do with the social links in this one? Because I know they're I know they're in a school like four. I haven't and gotten I'm that far five. yet. I haven't gotten that far because the Persona, the FES one, is the one where they did the game balancing in there and they add some stuff and they added the social links in there. Like the original Persona three didn't have that in there, hmm. so you, they added it in there and it gives you different. Different areas for Persona to evolve into or something like that. So, like I said, it, it lets me know in the beginning when you start the game, like, hey, this is what's different from the original Persona 3 in this FES version, which is basically it's basically like a patch version of the game. Yeah. So, the first one was on PS2, the the first Persona 3? They're, they both were, yeah. Yeah. Because I think a year later they came out with the FES one, which included the epilogue. So, um, but yeah, I'm, like I said, it just goes through the daily school life. And then I finally evoked my first time with a you know, Persona with an evoker. And which is you shoot yourself in the head with a gun to summon your persona. And then was now, that with a cutscene? Did he do it with an anime cutscene thing? Uh, yes, yeah. It's when I you saw that part in there. Yeah, yeah. So like, what the girl that you were with? She's very hesitant. It's the whole act of like trying to kill yourself and just knowing that you're not gonna die. She wouldn't pull the trigger. So, but the main MC just does it the first try. Um, now I'm in what's called a <laughs> Carteris, which is like their man-made dungeon or something like that inside their dream world like the dark hour it's like an hour between midnight and 1 a.m is an extra hour in the day so the like, dark hour from uh persona 4 the tv thing mm-hmm. it's always a dark hour or something that i think yep. they they took away there's no dark hour in persona 5 so um so yeah now I'm at, that's where i stopped it's like you have to go and explore the dungeon and it's like i haven't gotten that far yet i stopped playing it after that no normally i've just been fucking around like then i this how this how this whole rock band thing started because then I downloaded rock band, played it on PS3, and I was like, oh, let me get th- let me see what this is about, which is kind of like a amplitude where you have the button presses for different uh, instruments as you go through and you switch between. That's so like I only had like four songs, and then I started downloading all the DLC I had from rock band in there, and then I started getting in there. And I was like, man, I wonder if I can play rock band four. And I was like, I couldn't remember if I had the fucking USB adapter or not. And then I went online and looked it up. It's like rock band four uh, guitars on PS4 doesn't require the adapter; it's Bluetooth built in. I was like, oh. Like, how, what the fuck have I been playing this whole time? And so I went in there and, and I got a digital copy of Rob Band 4. I think I bought it when Rivals was on sale for the expansion. And so I downloaded that and I think I have like 600 songs. So I installed all those and it froze my PS5 because I, it's like, do you want to install all at the same time? It's like, sure. And it's like, fuck. Because as it's just going to load 600 songs, it just locked up. Uh, Wait, which, so. which one doesn't need an adapter? Uh, PlayStation, it doesn't need an adapter. If you buy the PS4 version, the PS4 guitar is Bluetooth. You, you just sync it like a regular controller. Right. Yeah. PS3, you need the adapter. PS3, you need the adapter. And, and it's only on PS3. Yes. And I think Xbox, you have to have that fucking weird thing to go over if you take the old controller. That legacy adapter, which is like $600. It's like the, the equivalent of getting that adapter for the Kinect camera. It's like super expensive. Um, 
but yeah, it just works out the box around there. I forgot all about that. So it just works Bluetooth. So, um, so I, I downloaded like those 600 songs that I bought out through other years because I bought Rock Band one, two, and three, and I paid for all those exports and so all those songs from all those games crossed over. So I stayed on it ever since. So that's a deep library. Yeah, I've seen some people on Reddit where they have 1,800 songs. So <laughs> it's like Alex hey. Navarro. Yeah, yeah. I was like, man, I wish I, I stopped at some point, but I wish I would have kept going because there's some like they did they delisted the Fleetwood Mac songs, and I was like, man, I would have bought all those, but uh, it is what it is. Yeah. So put a couple of hours in that, just fucking around with that. Like I I, I haven't played Rock Band in a while, so um, does it still hold up? It's still good. Yeah, yeah. I, I forgot how well it does the the calibration on this one because I was because I got used to doing the calibration on the fucking Blitz on the PS3 where I had to sit there and press X and every time you hear the drum snare and it's like calibration failed and I had to do it like eight times before I finally like, picked it up. <laughs> calibration so, failed. Well, because that led me to this whole thing. So like I I think the buttons are bad on my controller on PS3 and so then I bought these um, button replacements. And I went through and opened up my controller and replaced the buttons. I went through and I changed the battery out because the battery was dead anyways on my PS3 controller. So it's basically a brand new PS3 controller because I replaced the, the buttons and I replaced the battery. Um, so it's now it skill. works just fine. Yeah, I've got a couple bad PS3 controllers. Yeah, I brought it to life. I, I just I just brought four of them back to life. It didn't take long. It's like minutes. Um, Damn. There was only one I, I need to give. You, I need to give you some of mine. Yeah, there was only one I couldn't save for uh, that reason. So. What's it's wrong with that hard? Uh, something, something with the main board. I've been fucking around with controllers. Like one of my PS4 controllers, like my left and right D pad is dead. Like it, it doesn't register at all. So I ordered a, another yeah, I've got board. one like that. I got a, I ordered a board component and just replaced the main board in there and it works fine now. Oh, huh. I've been fucking around with controllers a lot. So, um, yeah, as long as I'm not the solder, cause like I had to solder one of the, the PS3 joysticks. I replaced a joystick in there and soldering. That's the only thing that requires soldering is if you have to replace a joystick. Okay. And that's just a pain in the ass because you got to solder, do the reflow, and make sure the endpoints are tied off, and just make sure it goes, make sure it goes through the main board just fine. So, but I'm pretty good at that, and I've got a newish soldering iron. So mm. whenever you want to give that a shot, I'll we'll bust out the table. I, I've done mine already, yeah. But um, just the reflux is down. You can't leave too much reflux in there. That's not a bad thing. So, because I had to go back in there and clean it up again, I put too much. Um, which you got to heat it up and then fucking dab it down. But yeah, um, more bullshit. And I was like, man, I wish I didn't do this at all. Yeah, solder um, sucker. But yeah, so the, yeah, I went into that whole bit on there, and so just so I can, and then that's how I got into this rock band four kick. So, but yeah, I mean that that's pretty much it for this. Yeah, that's all I'm planning this week. Is like I said, I wanted to go back to the old arena and finish it, so I can go back to like going through my catalog stuff. So I mean, I, I started like Persona three for that, but I want to get Elden Ring done. I can't because they fucking patched that bullshit in there. So, but yeah, rock band four. And random PS3 games. I mean, yeah, I, I sat there and downloaded like everything I had digitally on my PS3 because I changed the hard drive in there, put a bigger one. Um, and so I, I was going in there and fucking around, seeing what I got in there. Yeah, and that's it for me this week. So cool. Is that it for us, gentlemen? Uh, I think that's it. All right. Uh, thank you all for joining us this week, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. See you. Adiós.